questions that I enjoy answering again and again. None. I do not enjoy answering questions more than once. And that's not even necessarily to the same people. Like, I just don't like repeating myself at all. So, what I am going to do here is preemptively answer any questions that I could think to ask myself. Why not? And then I'll have this as a reference point. And I can build on it if I want to. Because again, technology and time and effort. So why would I even indulge myself so as to record a podcast, to record my voice on a sporadic occasion? Um, I think that it's important for everybody to have a way, I don't know, I don't think it's important for everybody. It's important for me to have a record. I don't know why, but I like, I think it's, I think it's good for, for me to look back at the journals I've kept. Um, This is just another form of a journal, Um, except that I'm putting it public or sharing it. I'm not like tucking it away. And I'm also not saying some of the things that I would necessarily say in a journal. Um, But maybe I'll end up saying most of those things or at least getting those ideas across. Because I think a journal is kind of a a private journal, at least. Um, It's really a shaping ground for for me, at least. I don't know how other people use journals. Um, but I think when I write in a journal, a lot of times, to throw an idea out there, take what's in the head, turn it into something physical, in the physical world. You're literally, literally creating something at that point. So... Um, So to read a journal, um, I think you, it's very easy to take things out of context because there's a lot of, because language is the American language, the language that I write in, uh, can be manipulated um, just by reading it, like without a context or without a, you know, vocal cues or uh, uh, visual cues. Yeah. Audio cues, visual cues, whatever. I think there's a danger in writing. I, I think I write well, but I don't think, I think that there are people who are intelligent enough to shape one thing that was intended to mean something into something else entirely. And stuff, stuff that I do. I mean, if I want to, I can, I can break down an argument and shape stuff to some, some other way. I'm sure it sounds ridiculous, but I really wanted to use my powers for evil. Um, you know, you can manipulate anything. 
and there are enough people in the world who are at a level of self where they will fall for it every time. Um, so yeah, there's that. So I, I like I, I like the idea of having an audio recording of my thoughts that that I can go back to later on in life and I can share with people in my life later on. Oh, which I think is another reason that I I'm 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 afraid to say, but I guess I'm not afraid to say it. I say it. I say it, I say it with my chest. Is that, what you, is that it? Say it with your chest? I don't, I don't remember how that saying goes, but um, I don't know. I think maybe I'll, I, I could get dementia. I could get Alzheimer's or something. <clears throat> I typically throw away a lot of things. Um, I have thrown away all my yearbooks. So I've thrown away a lot of old notebooks. Actually, no, I've held, I've held on to my notebooks for the most part. There have been you notebooks know, I've thrown away, but I think I have... I think I have most of my old notebooks, um, which I've looked back at every now and again. But again, with that cool contact thing, I've read some of my old notebooks and thought, wow, what was I thinking? But I've also written some things knowingly, like joking with sarcasm or whatever. And as I'm writing it, I don't want to write and I'm joking just in case you see it. Uh, because why? Um, that kind of ruins the point of your own space and being comfortable and writing and safe, feeling safe. If I have in the back of my hat, head the fear that somebody's going to read it. Uh, so why not just not have the fear and just put it out there and say, hey, guess what? It's open to be seen and just think a little bit before I say something. And if I do say something, I have the, you know, uh, ability to say something with a laugh or with pure anger, vitriol in my voice. I don't know. So there's that. And then there's also the, the legacy part of it. Not legacy so much as in I want to be an important person and leave my mark on life. That would be nice. But um, more of, I, I, I think it'd be cool for my grandkids, should I have any, um, my kids, um, as they get older and start caring more about history of the family and stuff, who, who I am as a, as a man now, as a man later on, uh, I, I kind of hear the thoughts and stuff. So, um, I'd be able to compare, like, my dad, I, I know him, I guess, as, I don't really know him as a as a person entirely, like we've had some conversations uh, where I feel like I know a little bit more about him, but I think overall, I'd like to know more about him. And that, that would, it's certainly my own fault or both of our faults, I guess. Uh, never really tried to have that conversation. But if I have something like this out, my kids don't have to have that conversation with me. I can avoid conversations with my children for the rest of my life. That was a joke. Um, I don't know if it came out through sound, as I described. So maybe that whole thing uh, is is just a, a pile of horse poo. Horse poo for me, horse poo for you. Um, 
what else would I? Okay, so I do not necessarily. I use that word necessarily a lot. I don't know why. I feel like it's uh, kind of like in The Princess Bride. Indubitably. No, is that it? Inconceivable. Where did indubitably come out? Indubitably. What was I thinking of there? Inconceivable from The Princess Bride. I keep saying that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Anybody want a peanut? Um, I do not hold a strong view of much uh one side or the other so uh so if you think of politically left or right republican or democrat or green or independent or whatever else you want to put out there i don't i i really do not have a strong opinion one way or the other um i kind of look at the faults of them all and that's how i make my decisions who sucks worse which that's not original at all that so many people make that decisions based on that and that's fine um i'm not trying to be original i am just trying to live i really just want to get through my life day by day um and uh yeah, I don't. I, there's, there's no need in my mind to to tie myself down to a team, um, whether it be political or sports or whatever like that. I mean, my allegiances, as they may be, are pretty much to myself um, and my family, obviously. Like, and when I say my family, I. I involve everybody who I care about and would consider and do consider family. So those friends are fall into that too. Um, so politically, that's where I stand. I do not, I really don't care at, at the end of the day. I, what I do care about is the effects. So, I don't care who is in office based on a uh, political party. I do care what they, what they do, what the, you know, if they make a decision that affects me or emotionally or personally. So if there's something that affects the taxes that I pay, that would affect me personally. If they make a decision that kills a bunch of people, uh, I'm going to be upset about that emotionally. So that affects me emotionally. Um, but realistically, it's there's not a lot that happens that does affect me either way. Um, and there are sad. I mean, there's the things that, that happen that people apply, that, that uh, people say are a result of political action or inaction. I don't necessarily have, I don't, have not necessarily agreed with those as the reasons. So that's why I don't fall into it. I think there's a, there's a lot more um, personal responsibility uh, than people like to admit or take accountability for. Personal responsibility, I think, has gone the wayside, if it ever did exist. Um, I can't really honestly think of a time where I thought 
don't know. I guess the the, the extreme of that would be like the, the years of chivalry and all that, where where people dueled. Like that's ultimate personal accountability. You said something bad about me, so now I have the right to potentially kill you by shooting you or stabbing you. Um, but you should have. You should you should take accountability and realize that, that as a consequence, as a potential consequence. But I would really be interested to like actually do some history research on that, like in duels in general, because as I say that, as I talk about it right now, and I've never really thought about it, um, but as I think about it right now, I wonder. I mean, is that kind of like a fantasized thing? I mean, one of those things that, yeah, it happened, but it wasn't like a staple of society. It's not like people were putting on dueling pants. Um, maybe. Maybe there were. I don't know. Maybe something interesting to to follow up on. Um, other questions. I am male. I identify as he, 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 him? I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't find a lot of value in, in labels in general, um, whether they be for sexuality, gender, uh, job title, political party. Um, I, I mean, they are important, poor things. Yes, I, I have come to that conclusion, but as, as the importance is not as, as heavy as, I have heard some say it is. And I say that on a global level because obviously anything subjectively is something to somebody somewhere. But if the average person has an opinion, then the average person's opinion is probably right. Kind of like that, uh, um, you can take a jar of marbles and you, the, the best way to find out how many, guess how many marbles are in there is just take the average of the guesses. So like, if you get, get a jar of marbles and then you say, give it a hundred people, say, how many marbles do you think is in this jar? hundred people come back and on average, they guess 75 marbles. Then your guess should be 75 marbles and you're probably pretty close, if not exactly on. Because um, that's how it works somehow, which is interesting to me. Like that leads into another thing. Like, what am I interested in? I'm interested in that kind of stuff. Um, I think there's, there's obviously a lot of questions in the world that are not answered and potentially will not be answered. That's fine. Or is it? And is that a, a pessimistic view? Who knows? Um, I think that it's fascinating to, to think about and to, to learn about, to learn different points of view on, on life in general. Um, 
and because there are so many different points of view, um, we'll say religion specifically, uh, I think it's almost, I don't want to say impossible because I don't know, but I think it's very unlikely to say that any religion has got it 100% right. So all you can do at that point is kind of mix and match. But even then, what's right? Because what's the point of right? Um, if the goal is just to say, all right, well, when I die, then I go here, then that's a goal that nobody's been able to prove. Um, you know, people say they, they've gone over and seen the light and whatever and all that stuff, but uh, could that be neurological? If everybody's having the same thing, just like if I smack everybody in the elbow with a metal baseball bat, they're all going to say, ah, oh, well, my elbow hurt as I shattered my elbow. Um, because that's what the body does when it gets struck with a metal baseball bat. Maybe when people die, the body reacts by hallucinating about something, a story that is common to them. Um, I'd be interested to see people who are not religious at all and or who are completely removed from any sort of prior uh, history of I don't know, religion or, or post-life stories or anything to kind of set their frame of reference and see what happens with them when they die and then come back. You know, maybe there's, there's quite possibly all kinds of science and studies and stuff on it that it's just like, just Google it. Sure, I could do that. Probably I'll do that at some point, but I got other stuff I want to Google too that'll probably pop up along the way. I don't care that much, um, but it's interesting. Um, I mean, I do care that much, but I don't, it's not, there's nothing that is like, yes, this is my drive. Um... I guess my, uh, my closest drive is a million dollar fist idea. She's been boiling, boiling and bubbling and brewing and stewing for many, many years. Um, and someday I'll, I'll figure out exactly what that is. Essentially, it's, ultimately it's, it's saying here, if we all work together, we can make money and support ourselves and just live our lives. Um, there's a lot of trust to overcome. Um, yeah, that's about it. Because it's a very straightforward idea. But people don't want to... I think people don't want to jump on board because why? Like, why Why would you do that? Why, why would you think it worked? Because it hasn't been proven out. Like, if it did work, why hasn't anybody done it before? I think that's the biggest thing. Nobody has faith. Um... Because I think it, people have faith. People have faith in weird things, though. Like, faith in things that, like, if I think of faith in God, for example, like, if I were to put all my faith in God, in the Christian sense, let's say, and say that, Jesus, take the wheel. Like, that goes back to the accountability. Like, I've got no accountability. Like, anything that happens, it's, yeah, it was Jesus' fault, and, 
uh, or Jesus, not not necessarily Jesus' fault. Jesus, Jesus, this is for Jesus. Jesus did this. Um, I did not succeed uh, without Jesus, which is crazy um, because that means that prior to Jesus, people did what? Like, oh, well, Jesus didn't exist then, but Jesus was in another form. God's always been there. Um, Jesus is just a form of God. Okay, well, I don't know. It just, I feel like that's a contrived answer. Uh, But I'm not saying that it's not real. Of course it's real. Uh, (laughs) uh, People's beliefs in things are absolutely real. People's beliefs in things create other things. Create an energy, create a uh, an essence, whatever it is. But it's absolutely real. Um, I just I think it's real in a way. I think it's a re- it's real. It's a real game. That's what it is. <laughs> the game. You're all playing a game. No, I mean every everybody plays a game one way or the other. Um, that's another thing. I I don't. I don't have ill will towards anybody. I don't, I, I really don't have a problem with anybody's point of view. I, I'm more, ha- what I ha- take issue with are people's actions. Like what people believe is, I actually enjoy hearing people that believe different things than I would agree with. Um, because I want to, I, I would love to learn something else. Like, I one of my most frustrated moments, and one of the reasons why I don't listen to NPR anymore, is I had David Duke on there, and that man could not get a word in. Like, I can't remember the dude who was interviewing him, but his like he cut him off, and I, I wanted to hear about the Ku Klux Klan from the the head of the Ku Klux Klan, or I don't know if he's still the head, but. Or if he ever was, whatever his position, he's high up. Um, or was. He was running for president or governor? Senator. He was running for some elected position uh, a few years ago. But I was excited because I was oh, sweet. I get to hear from the head of the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, but I could not because. The dude that was interviewing him just kept cutting him off because he was all righteous. Great. Yes, we get it. Uh, discriminating and killing and terrorizing anybody based on anything, like, let alone the color of the skin. Just don't be an asshole like, to anybody. But, yeah, you don't like it, and it's not good. Great. But you don't need to go ahead and show the world that. Like, we get it. I can assume if I look at you that you are not a racist. That's probably what I'm going to assume. Actually, it's a different thing. Because chances are I am going to assume you're a racist if I don't know you. But most people will look at you and assume that you're not a racist. So don't worry about it. Especially if you're talking on NPR. Nobody's like, oh, I wonder if this guy is a racist because he had David Duke on. No. You know, you probably are not a fan of David Duke. 
didn't need to make it known that hard. I don't know why. I just went on about NPR like that, but um, yeah, that's how I feel about that. Um, other questions, influences. I am influenced. So I like, I, I, I'm a huge fan of the autobiography of Malcolm X. Um, Malcolm X has always been, uh, I wouldn't say a hero of mine, uh, but I, I like what he had to say. I, I, he was my first, uh, inspiration in the sense of perspective. Um, I, the autobiography of Malcolm X is a wonderful example of somebody having a position and at the root of that position, uh, or having a root stance, I should say, a root stance and, uh, or values, that's, that's what it is, having values. He had a, a, a set of values that he lived by and he uh, developed those values and his values changed and shifted um, with what he learned and um, taking the information that he he got from uh, you know as a member of the nation of Islam and then changing that as he grew older uh, and realized some of the stuff that was going on with the nation of Islam and, and changed his views after realizing that um, and meeting other people and uh, making his pilgrimage and all that stuff. Anyway, I'm not doing a book review of the, the autobiography for Malcolm X. I am saying that Malcolm X uh, was an inspirational person to be. He died on, well, he was assassinated on February 21st, which is my birthday, uh, which was always a weird thing for me. I also, well, all the, anytime, anytime people can relate to somebody else based on something silly as a date or a first name, Andre Goyer, Gower, Andre Gower, Monster Squad. Um, I have a theory that is why I like that movie or liked it as a kid. Um, I'm running out of breath, just like pacing back and forth. I'm going to be done with this session of questions. Session of questions. Sesh. Questions. Quest. Question session. Questionable sessionables. Sectionable couches are all the rage. Never forget to turn the page. For if you do, you'll surely lose on all the business and entertainment news. Yahoo Sports is all or fun AOL until you're done. But when you reach your Gmail and you'll never find your Facebook friend. Thank you and good night.